Good evening and welcome to another episode of uh, Unstoppable Overcomers and I'm your host Dorothy O'Dell for this evening. I am super excited because this doesn't happen too often but I have one of our amazing locals here with us, Miss Kim Bailey. Welcome Kim. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Sorry about the hair here, folks. I have got a hot flash going on. So it's like a Marilyn Monroe slash whatever you want to call it, like gone with the wind with the hair here. Um, anyways, uh, so I am, like I said, super excited to have Kim here. And um, Kim, Kim has a, a very impactful story that, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of people go through. So Kim, uh, if you could share, uh, tell us a little bit of uh, who you are, um, a little bit about your background, and then we'll go into your st overcoming story. Okay. Um, my name's Kim. Um, I am a mother of three, um, and uh, I'm an educational assistant for the Catholic School Board. Um, I am currently in a, um, a woman's uh, sober transitional living house, um, and uh, I am almost eight months sober today, and um, yeah. Congratulations on that. That's amazing. Um, I know when we first spoke, it was four months. So way to go to keep on, uh, keep on going. That is awesome. Um, sorry, I'm messaging Lisa at the last minute too. Uh, but anyways, this is what happens when we go live. Anything's possible. And this is what happens. So congratulations on the eighth month uh, being sober. And especially being a mama three, that has its challenges alone, I'm sure. Uh, children are wonderful. Uh, but they do take a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, so you said you've been eight months sober. So tell us a little bit about your journey to getting to where you're, where you're at right now. Okay. Um, so, uh, I, my mom was an alcoholic. Um, and, um, uh, so I grew up with her, um, and, um, she, uh, nope, not she. Okay, I'm having a brain here. Um, yeah, so, um, uh, pregnant at a young age. I was pregnant at 15. Um, had my first son, um, when I was 16. Um, didn't experiment too much, um, at the time. Uh, and, um, <clears throat> I, um, attempted to take my own life, um, when my son was, was two. And, um, then I met, um, the father of my second child and, um, was in that relationship for about 10 years. Um, pretty much did everything on my own. Um, we had a, a son. So when I was 19, then, um, we had a son, Alex, and, um, I went to, um, in that time, I got my grade 12. Um, I graduated in um, January of 1997. I had my second born son in um, March of 97. Um, I went back to, I went to college um, and was able to get uh, my law and security diploma and um, my, um, child and youth worker diploma. 
Um, I then met um, my next partner um, and um, began what was a very um, toxic, um, abusive. Um, he was an alcoholic. Um, and uh, that, you know, it, it started rather quickly, the abuse. Um, and again, you know, um, I just once in a while had a, had a drink or, you know, um, most of the time I stayed at home with my kids. Um, and then, so then I had another, another son. Um, and then uh, um, about five years ago, um, I chose, I, um, you know, I had been always trying to fix this man, trying to have him stay home with me and, uh, it wasn't working. So unfortunately I decided to, uh, to join him. I couldn't beat him. So I decided to join him and, um, I went very quickly down a, um, what I call hell. Um, I, uh, you know, it's, started off just, um, using, um, drugs just, you know, once a week, um, to then, uh, last year, um, it was like every, every day. Um, you know, I, I couldn't function with, I thought that I couldn't function without, uh, without drugs. Um, I lost, uh, you know, my, my two older sons, they had started to pull away, um, before the addiction. Uh, and then I, um, ended up, you know, eviction after eviction, um, my job, I, um, I, I lost it because I didn't have my, I was driving with a suspended license. Um, and, uh, I still had the job at the school board. Um, but I didn't go in often because I just, if I did go in there, um, I was using, um, I had a, um, a young man, um, cause then I, I had lost all my kids by this time, um, evicted, um, and then got my one son back in my life, uh, was doing great, had a, had another job um, had a car, had a, an apartment. Um, and then my ex came back into my life and, um, I went even deeper into, into my addiction, um, lost my son again, evicted, car impounded. And, um, then, uh, um, I had a young man, uh, overdose and pass away in my room, um, in my hotel room. Um, I was doing things that I never thought, um, that I would ever, ever do. Um, you know, uh, sleeping with men for drugs. Um, I had, uh, you know, holding, carrying guns for people, um, was pulled over with guns drawn on me. Um, you know, I just, everything that it was, I haven't done that yet. Um, I ended up doing, uh, 
And then, um, um, August of 2021, um, I, my mom had been sick. So my mom is 32 years, um, sober herself, but, um, she, uh, she was sick in the hospital and I didn't even know that she was sick. You know, um, she had to take care of herself and set some boundaries and, uh, you know, so, um, she ended up better and she reached out. Um, and she would always ask me how I was doing. And I would always say, fine, I'm okay. You know? Um, so the one day she asked me, you know, um, the reason she asked me that is to know, she wants to know that I'm still alive. Um, so that really, uh, you know, uh, made me feel not like a very good person if all these other things weren't um, making me feel like a good person. So that just added to it. Um, and then uh, let's say the middle of August, uh, my mom asked me how I was doing. And I said, I'm, I'm done. I need to, I miss my kids. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, and uh, so it, it continued on like that for, for a little bit, you know, I, I still kept using and uh, you know, and then August 24th of 2021, uh, my mom texted me in the morning and she said, how are you? And I said, I'm done. Uh, I need to get to detox. And so she said, how can I, how can I help you with that? And I said, I just, can you come and pick me up? Uh, my mom was there in a half an hour. Uh, and uh, I walked in those doors um, while I went to the hospital and then uh you know, they were like, well, there's, you know, I called detox. They said, there's not a bed available right now, um, but call back in a couple hours. Um, the host So the hospital chose rather than to send me home, they just proceeded as if I was going to be in a bed. Uh, and then um, they, um, and then like, so then, uh, I think about 10 30 11 o'clock my mom picked me up from the hospital and she drove me to uh to detox and um i ended up um i had asked the the previous owner of this house um hand in hand i had asked if i could come here uh she said that there wasn't a bed available but then um someone high up in there in that um detox uh place contacted hand in hand and and got me into this house um and i know i was just gonna say that you know kim i just want to say thank you so much for sharing your story because i know that it's it's not easy to share your story right and especially like you said um you know the things that we go through when we're in in those moments like like, man, why did I do that? But the thing of it is we can't have that defeatist attitude, right? Because we have to keep going and you know, like you have three kids to live for, right? And you have, uh, you know, your mom, very supportive. So kudos to mom for always checking on you. And um, it, it's brave and it takes something to share your story and to be vulnerable like you are right now. So first of all, I want to thank you for that. And, um, you know, you're doing such an amazing job. And I know, um, there's so many people out there. I, I know 
since the pandemic started, um, you know, it was getting more and more people out on the street and, and things like that. And just so glad that you found a way to start to change your life around. Um, so I commend you for that. And, and what a testimony you are, right? And I just want to, um, you know, acknowledge you for taking those, those steps and saying, okay, you know, I, I'm done. Um, I, this is not what I want for my life anymore. So I acknowledge you for that. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so I have to ask, what was it like, um, you know, well, I, as somebody who's been through an abusive relationship before, not, not for, uh, physically, but mentally, I can just imagine what it was like going, living with that day in and day out. Like, I know sometimes they have this so messed up in our heads that we don't even know if we're coming and going. Was that the same experience that you had? Yes. Um, relationships. Yes. I, um, you know, I, I, uh, this is the first time this year, um, back at the school board that I am able to actually show up as myself. Um, I was either in like survival mode. Uh, I don't remember a lot of these past 18 years. Um, you know, a lot of even just with, with my kids, I just, you know, I just tried every day just to get through the day. And, um, yeah. Yeah. I think we do. I think we get to that place where it's just survival mode. And, and then, you know, people who have never been through it, well, why would you stay? Mm -hmm. Cause you don't actually know what that person's going through in that moment. Right. You like, they, you are so convinced that either one, you can't get, get any better or do any better or, or two that who, who's going to love you next or like no one else is going to love me. Right. Like I'm, I must be damaged. That's why I'm in this. Right. Um, at least that's speaking for myself. Yeah. You know, I, so, um, like I, I was trying to fix him, you know, make him love me, you know, make him into this man that I, you know, was, was hoping for. Um, Oh yeah. We can't fix them ladies or gentlemen. Cause if man, if, if the man's listening to this and you're in a blues of a relationship, you can't fix the other person. The only person you can fix is yourself. And it takes something to do that. Uh, first of all, admitting that, okay, wait a minute, this is not what I want. You know, I didn't sign up for this, um, you know, and to be, um, you know, and it, it's funny because I, when I was in that relationship, I drank more than I ever had in my entire life. And it's not like I would um, go get drunk every night, but on the weekends, it was party time. <laughs> uh, and I, I took a step back and I thought, man, this is, I, what's with this? I've never done this before. Right. And so I, I get that. It could be um, a slippery slope. There's, uh, you know, addictions that run in our family. And so I've always been cognizant of, wait a minute when I feel myself getting past a certain point, I'll bring myself back. But I'm sure that, um, you know, and, and it's not easy. Uh, Dr. Nina's here and she wants to say hi. And she said, can you kindly ask him if she's receiving any counseling or ther uh, therapy currently? Yes. Um, I, uh, hello, Dr. Dr. Nina. Nina. Um, yes, I, uh, I'm doing lots of, um, I did the react program. 
first, uh, when I first came into treatment, um, I had done um, counseling at the, um, it's on Olette somewhere. Uh, I can't think of what it is. Um, THC or something. Uh, or TLC. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, yeah. So I was seeing a counselor there. Um, also, a, a, um, I can't think of something else. Um, I took uh, the Fresh Start program through Hiatus House. Right. Um, I am seeing, currently seeing um, a, a trauma counselor, plus also doing, like, I started a TIR, um, trauma incident response, I think it's called. Uh, so I just started that. So yes, I'm, I'm, uh, in lots of, lots of counseling, lots of different, um, different avenues. Right. And that's awesome because I, I know a lot of people are in denial and like, well, I don't need anything. It's okay. You know, now that I'm tried out, it's okay. But kudos to you for saying, you know, like, let's get the help that's for, that is around us and, and, and go after that. Because I know I, I have family members 50 years of the same, same stuff and, you know, refusing to get help. Oh, I don't need help. It's okay. So kudos to you. And Dr. Nisa is so proud of you for getting to this point. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I just have to ask, um, sorry, I'm, I write notes as you as you talk. I, write, I That's what I do. I constantly write notes. So there's lots of things in here that I've written down here. So what would you say was your lowest moment then in all of that? Hmm. Wow. Um, for me, I mean, there was lots of low moments, um, but I think it's, you know, um, essentially when I lost my kids, um, you know, uh, when I chose drugs essentially over them, um, you know, I, that wasn't who I was. I became somebody that, that I was not and that, uh, I, I, hated very much so and Anne says she's very proud of you too kim that's my mom oh hi well, mom <laughs> we're so happy that you convinced her to get help <laughs> uh and never give see a mom's love never gives up so your mom never gave up on you kathleen says amazing woman um I'm not sure exactly what that is. And mom. <laughs> and mom. Yeah. Uh, that's my good friend. Okay. Oh, friend. Okay. That's friend and mom. <laughs> I thought maybe it was slang. I don't know. People come up with all this language and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to be hip and cool and it backfired on me. There we go. <laughs> when you're 46, I guess you're not cool and hip anymore. <laughs> Uh, there's another one here. Moms are awesome. How is your relationship with your kids now? Um, so my, my youngest, um, he's 18. Uh, he is very act like him and I are, we have a good relationship. Um, I know, uh, you know, it, it keeps, um, because, you know, my, my dad and stepmom don't speak to me really. Um, well, my dad doesn't speak to me. Uh, my sisters don't. So he, 
he has a lot of um, influence. Um, so we'll we're, do really good. And then it's he gets that bug in his ear, you know, um, that says, you know, she's just going to do it again or whatever they tell him, um, you know. So, but right now we're good. Uh, we got to spend uh, a few hours Christmas Day together and uh, we talk every day. Um, and uh, yeah, yep. Um, the relationship uh, with my oldest, uh, I have not spoken to him in a year, um, you know, and I, at first, uh, it was, you know, it was really upsetting, but uh, now I just keep speaking, speaking that he will be back in my life eventually, you know, um, he's the oldest. So unfortunately, he's seen the most with the relationship, um, not so much the addiction, but the relationship. So, um you know, so I, I understand that that's going to take some time. Uh, and my middle son, he, he reaches out, uh, every couple months, um, him and his girlfriend just bought a house in Windsor, which is nice because I thought he'd move far away from me. So that it's coming, you know, um, his girlfriend actually said a really nice, uh, message on Christmas day. She said, you know, that we are really proud of, how good you're doing and um that that is the best gift that you could give to them so that makes me you know that he'll he'll be there he'll be here soon and back in my life so absolutely i just want to remind somebody if uh if you're just tuning in and you're listening to kim's story um you know and like you said your your dad is really not in your life the thing of it is forgiveness means a lot not only it, forgiveness is for you yourself because you know that means there's no whole hold that other person has no other hold on you and i just like to remind people that you know we've all done stupid shit in our lives <laughs> um you know and so and we all are um a work in progress let's just say that way so you know we we can't be held um, you know, it, Jesus forgives us daily. So, you know, it, no one's perfect. And to just, Hey, you know, why don't you think about how it was for the other person? Right. And to just really, um, you know, I don't think anybody can say that they're perfect. Um, so to just maybe take a step back and, and just think, well, you know, um, try building the bridges, I guess is what I'm trying to say, <laughs> you know, because I know a lot of people that, um, I I've heard a lot of people like when I was going through my relationship, well, why would you stick with him? You know, things like that. And it's like, you have no idea what it's like to be in that house. You have no idea to what it's been to, to live in your shoes. You have no idea that it, that right. And so to sit there and cast judgment, I think is wrong. Um, and to, you know, um, you're not the same person that you were be before, right? I, I guess is the point that I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of times um, some people, they just, they don't understand codependency and they don't understand addiction, you know? Like, uh, you know, they just think, okay, yes, I went to Westover, you know, for a 19-day program, I should be cured, you know? And it's, unfortunately, um, you know, I... I no longer have the desire, not unfortunately for this part, but um, unfortunately I'll be fighting this for the rest of my life. You know, I no longer today have the desire to use, 
but you know, it's going to be a constant it'll for the rest of my life. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, Dr. Nina had just said that the therapist, um, should be able to help improve the relationships with your kids and your dad. Um, you know, you need to forgive yourself first and don't ever feel the guilt, which will definitely hamper your recovery. You know, and, and that is so true. Um, and w- when you said codependent, it, it's funny. After my dad died, my mom's like, oh, yeah, you were codependent for all this. That's why, you know, uh, you just did everything for us. So you were codependent. I'm like, seriously, love it. I just spent 40 years going around in circles, doing everything everybody wanted. And then now you tell me I'm codependent. Perfect. Shit stops now. Do it yourself. (laughs) Boundaries have been set. (laughs) So, and, and I'm not going to, so I, I've had um, a friend of mine that, her husband went to Westover. Um, you know, I was there when we took him in for detox. I was there when he came out. I was there when he went to Westover there on his graduation day. And uh, I have to say, and you know, she was doing the whole um, Al-Anon, Al-Anon's for the, the spouse I, or the partner. And um, she went through the, the whole codependent program um, and still, you know, we still struggle with that because we don't want to see our loved ones hurt or, or th- things like that. But the thing that is, um, at some point we have to cut the strings, right. And we have to just say, okay, enough's enough. Because I know when I was in that period of time helping her, I would get into such a deep, dark place because of all the stuff that was going on with that. Like she would just drag me into it. Well, I allowed myself to be drugged into it because there was kids involved and I didn't want the kids to, you know, to suffer. And so I'm like, okay, I finally had to say, okay, I'm sorry, but I'm just, you know, I need a little bit of a break here. Um, and you know, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, because we all have to protect ourselves. Right. So, and you need to do what's right for you and in your recovery. Yeah. Right. And, and like you said, it's like a, an every, every, everyday choice. When we wake up, we have to choose, you know, what do we want more? Um, so kudos to you for keep making the right choice <laughs> for you. Absolutely. Um, so how long is the program where you're at right now? Is that like a just a year program or is that however long it takes or... Yes. Um, it's, uh, it's however long it takes. Um, I, well, so I came here back in August, 2021. Um, and then I stayed until just before Christmas. Um, and then I had a, a, a slip. Um, and then I went to Westover. Um, and then I, I came back here. Um, it was still hand in hand. And then I, unfortunately had another slip. Um, and then, um, I've been here since May, uh, May 21st, um, 2022. And, um, yeah, it's however long, you know, um, for, for me, they are very, very important, um, of, of my, of my variety. 
and also you know why don't you just you know it's crazy out there right now why don't you just stay you know stay here you know it's um it's affordable rent and and groceries and um you know there there's programming um every every day pretty much uh i don't get to attend some of the programs because i'm i'm at work but uh the night programs um i get to uh so it's yeah but yeah it's it's however however long uh we just had someone um who was here for 18 months um okay. just move on to to better things so okay because I, I used to work in uh, a woman's shelter and when i lived in chatham and i know that we didn't keep the women nearly as long as i would have liked to have kept them anyways um i, I didn't work in the back with them but um I was up in the office, but still, I, I just know that um, I think the longest somebody had stayed inside the home was a couple months. Um, but again, I think we're probably, I think there's a difference between what we were doing and where you're at, because it's like mostly like a transition home. We get the ladies, we get them safe, um, you know, get them away from their partners. And a lot of the times they end up going back, which is heartbreaking. You know, you see these women come in all bruised up and, looking like, like they're half dead, uh, to get them, you know, back looking healthy again for them to go back. And unfortunately that's, you know, that is the nature of the beast sometimes. Um, but it's also, you know, um, especially when there's kids involved, it's, I, I know it's harder on, on the women and it's just like, Oh, well, you know, they deserve a dad too. But, um, they do, however, not when they're being abusive to the children and to the to the wife, right? So, um, okay, so that's so basically, it's we have a hiatus house here in Windsor, so um, so that would be the first place, and then for somebody who is being abused, and then they would put them over to um, House of Hope or something like that. Got it. Well, House of Hope is more um, like for for addictions. Um, and uh, well, it's for addictions, and then um, um, so yeah, that's why I came here is for the for addictions. Right. But you know, the, of of women here, you know that. Right, right, absolutely. And I imagine it's like um, you know being inside the house, just you know being supportive for each other too. Um, so it's it's a great place for you guys all to heal together. So absolutely, absolutely. Um, if anybody has any more questions for Kim, please let us know, uh, put them in the comments. We'd definitely be, um, definitely would appreciate that. Um, so where do you see your, I, I'm not sure if they asked you this question, but where do you see yourself in five years, I, I guess, or is it just take one day at a time, I guess, in, in certain instances? Yes. Um, yeah, I, I do have goals like set, um, you know, I have what my perfect life would, uh, would look like. Um, but yeah, it's just now, uh, you know, I get a lot of anxiety when I try and, and look forward. Um, yeah. you know, so it's just, uh, you know, but sober, happy, um, full-time employment because I am, uh, like I'm in a long-term the whole year. But, uh, and, uh, you know, I, I 
back with all of my family and, um, and hoping to, uh, to be able to help lots of other women, um, you know, in the same situation, whether it be, um, an abusive relationship, just offering them, you know, the, the love and support, um, you know, and someone that like to not, um, to just be there, meet them where they're at, you know, and, and not shame them, you know, uh, for talking to this person, you know, um, and, or with addictions, you know, either, either, or, or, or both, uh, you know, I just would like to, uh, be able to offer my strength and my hope to other people out there who are suffering. That's awesome. Paying it forward. The people that helped you, now you want to help others. So that's awesome. Congratulations. Actually, that was one of the first questions I asked you. I'm like, Kim, why do you want to share your story? And uh, that was one of the th first things you said to me, you know, if it can help one person, then, you know, and I, I'm, I always feel like when I go through something uh, traumatic, that my first question is, well, why? And but then I guess they question, the answer is why not me? But um, do you ever feel that you, the reason why you go through something is to help somebody else? Yes. Um, you know, I, I just actually been working through that of, you know, um, you know, I was um, sexually uh, abused as a, as a little girl and um, you know, it's, all of these things that have happened in my life, um, you know, um, I was raped when I was 18, you know, um, and just this, this relationship, the addiction, um, you know, I would never wish it upon anyone ever, not even my worst enemy. Uh, but I do believe that it has made me into the woman that I, that I am today. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I can totally concur with you on that because I mean, it's, it, it takes something to get through those, these hard situations, but then um, it, it makes us who we are. It's like the God refines us into the, his perfect diamond. Um, right. And, and so um, you had mentioned before, I believe it was off air that, you know, without God and, and, the support that you've received, you, you wouldn't be here today. So did you meet God through this, through your healing journey or has he always been part of your life? Um, so back, uh, just before I got, well, no, um, probably like grade five or six, my mom and I started going to church. Um, and then, uh, that is actually how my mom, uh, overcame her addiction was, uh, cause she got she went up and gave her life to, to the Lord. And then, um, she hasn't had a drink since. Um, and, um, and then we, we started like we, so we always went to church. Um, you know, I used to get that, that tugging feeling at my heart, you know, like that I would need to go up and give my life. And I'd be like, you know, bawling my eyes out standing there every time, but be like, okay, hey, leave me alone. Leave me alone. Yeah. I know you want me to go up there, but leave me alone. <laughs> and, I get the uh, feeling. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then, uh, so I think, um, probably like, well, 
this house, um, the previous directors, uh, we had went to, to a church in Windsor. Um, and so that's when I, I decided to, uh, you know, to give my, to the Lord. And, uh, you know, now I, I, now I don't have that tugging feeling anymore. You know, um, I don't feel like I'm gonna, I'm gonna cry. Uh, you know, I, um, you know, I listen now and I, and I see all the signs, you know, um, I truly believe that he, uh, I used to see hearts all over the place. Um, and, um, you know, at first it started out that my mom would see the hearts and she said that it reminded her that God loved her. And so I would look for hearts for her all the time and I would see them all over the place. And then, um, you know, one day she said, I, I think, and this was while I was in addiction. Um, and she said, you know, I, I think those hearts are for you. And, um, you know, and I, I still see them, but it just, it, it, um, it's brought me to where I knew, you know, that God does love me, you know, that he didn't give up on me and that he opened up those doors for me and he kept them open until I chose to walk through them. Absolutely. I also believe too, that our, um, like generations of blessings. So my grandmother would go to church all the time. Um, my grandfather would not, <laughs> uh, he's like, he would like, he driver, but he never went in. And the funny thing is, um, they're buried out behind the church in Kingsville. So <laughs> jokes on him now, right? Cause now that's his final resting place. But, um, we, I joke about it now, but, <laughs> um, and I truly believe that my grandmother's prayers have gotten our family through a lot. Right. And, and, uh, we grew up Anglican, but it's not like we ever went to church back when we were kids. I, it's when I was in the middle of my abusive relationship that where I really found Jesus and had started my relationship with him. And actually he's the one that got me out of that situation. Um, and, and so since then it's just been him and I, and, you know, he's gotten me through a lot over the, uh, the last 15 years, 20 years, something like that. And, um, you know, it's, it's a powerful thing. Like people, people are, are like, well, you know, I don't know if I believe in that. And I get you when you say oh, I'm not ready because I had, I started going to, um, this church in Chatham and it was a Pentecostal church. And, you know, the, I wasn't used to the hands up in the air, right? Hallelujah type thing. And I was the first time I was in that church. And I tell, I even tell the pastor this to this day. I'm like, man, you guys are freaky. Like that is just some kind of freaky, right? And uh, so I had a spiritual mom and, and she's just like, she was wanting me to hurry up and get rebaptized into, like I was baptized my parents baptized me when I was a child, but wanted me to get rebaptized into the uh, Pentecostal church. And I'm just like in time and she'd be after me all the time. It took me a year. Like the more she wanted me to do it, it's like I drug my heels in and said, not right now. Right. Um, but when I did do it and I, I thought they had this uh, once a year, they would have it out at Lake Morningstar where, um, they would bring you into the lake and then people would just baptize you in the lake. And I thought, well, that would be pretty cool to do. Um, you know? And so 
And that's where I got rebaptized and rededicated my life to, to Christ and thought, wow, that was pretty, that was pretty amazing, but it had to be on my turf. And of course, that's the day it decided that it was going to have a big storm and uh, it was supposed to be lightning. <laughs> As I go into the lake, but it didn't it didn't turn out that way. It was actually pretty good, and uh, so yeah, I, I get that feeling where you say, "Oh no, not right, not right now." It has to be on your terms, right? It has to be when you're comfortable and wanting to give that commitment. Yeah, but yeah, he can definitely save us <laughs> for sure. Awesome. And what would you say since you've been in recovery has been one of your greatest moments? Hmm. Um, I would have to say uh, going up to, uh, I've had a lot, um, but uh, one of my proudest moments is going up to get my six month uh, key tag um, because, you know, I, I made it to four months you know, but I, I could never make it past that. Um, you know, I could never get to the six months. Uh, so that was a big, uh, a proud moment for me. Um, yeah, I have lots like my mom and our, mine and hers relationship has, it's better than what it's ever been. Uh, you know, we, we laugh, we have an amazing time together um you know i i go and spend a, a night with her um on saturday nights usually every every week um and we go to church and uh yeah we started this mother daughter journal um you know and it just uh it's opened up so much so much more that i just you know um plus just meeting great people in my life um so yeah i i have lots Lots to be grateful for. I, I think if we count uh, count our blessings or, or you know be grateful that you know it brings us even more. Whoops, more through it too. Uh, but we're going through. Yeah, just my hands are all over the place tonight. Uh, <laughs> hair blowing, <laughs> headphones whipping. This is this is just a great night. <laughs> That is so awesome. So proud of you, Kim. Um, like I said, for, for sharing your journey, for continuing, um, continuing, uh, getting your eight. I know you'll, I'm, I'm sure uh, you'll have to come back once, it, once you get your year and uh, you know, we'll, we'll put you on the fundamental section of the show maybe, or something like that and have you come back so that you could give us an update. Cause that's uh you know, that's a powerful thing. It, it gives a lot of men and women hope that are hearing your story right now thinking, you know, maybe they're in the middle of their addictions and maybe they're in the middle of that abusive relationship and thinking, how the hell am I going to get out of this? You know, there has to be more to life than this. Um, I don't know what that is right now, <laughs> but you know, how is that? And for that woman that's out there or that man that's out there that's in the middle of that addiction and wants to take that step, but is unsure what to do, what advice would you give them? Um, just to remember that you are loved and you are worthy and um, that there is a light at the end of the tunnel and um, that you're not alone uh, and that you don't have to do this alone, that, you know, there's lots of people out there. Yeah. 
I love that. Absolutely. And that's funny because that's why this show was started because I had wrote my book about being bullied and being in that abusive relationship, having the low self-esteem. Um, and do you, do you find that in your, in your moments having very low self-esteem um, when you were going like in the thick of your addictions and yeah. in, in those your relationships? Yeah. It's something I've always struggled with um, is low self-esteem. So yeah, it just, um, it, it just kept me there, you know, because then I thought, well, I'm, not worth anything. So, you know, I might as well just stay or I might as well just keep using because what else? Right. Right. I totally understand. And like I said, that's why I started this platform because I wanted men and women to know that they're not alone in their circumstances. So you heard it. Kim even said it. She's saying the same thing I am. Like you're never alone. Just reach out to somebody, whether that be a friend or a pastor or somebody on the street. You have no idea who they are, but just grab a hold of them and just ask for help. Um, nine times out of ten, you're going to get the good person that's going to say, "Okay, come follow me, and we'll get you the help that you need." Uh, if not, keep trying. There's somebody who will help you <laughs> for sure. Okay. Well, now comes the the fun part of the show. Not that this wasn't fun, but I'm different kind of fun. We're going to bring Miss Kimberly Genovese on. Uh, so welcome back partner. Hello. Happy 2023. Yes. Happy 2023. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. You were on the first show of the year. Well, she was on vacation. It was all good. It was <laughs> planned. She didn't leave me in the dust, but <laughs> that's right. I forgot that. Yeah. So welcome back partner. Yeah, thank you. The, great to be back. Um, and for those of you that are curious, I am in Ogden Dunes, Indiana tonight because, you know, Kim, uh, one of the things we didn't mention is I'm the roving reporter, which you might have got from the beginning clip, right? So there's a you never know where I'm going to land, right? Um, and what was super fun, because those of you who know, you know, this this is the Holy Spirit show, not ours. We get to steward it. Uh, what there was for us tonight was to actually give tonight's sponsorship opportunity to the House of Hope. So, Dorothy, did you uh, get a hold So, of here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. The director of House of Hope, it's her birthday today, and she's in the middle of something and would lo have loved to have joined us. <laughs> um, I'm not going to embarrass her. Um, no, no. Um, <laughs> um, anyways, but I do have the information. Um, so as Kim has gone through, um, tonight and she's saying, you know, sharing a little bit about the house of hope. It is a home in Windsor for ladies like, um, that are going through, um, addictions and recovery. And so we thought what better way? Then to um, ask ask uh, Lisa, who is the director, one of the directors at the home, you know, how can we support House of Hope? Uh, and definitely by sending an email to houseofhope uh, at gmail.com. All donations can be dropped off after an email address is because the address is confidential. We want to keep our women safe. Um, so, and... Um, Definitely, you, you can get a hold of Lisa 
that's Lisa's phone number, 226-345-7943. And she can also direct you to that as well, because I mean, this is an amazing, um, amazing facility. I know my friend Leslie is, uh, Leslie LaFromboise is part of this as well, helping the ladies in there. And, um, you know, it's, even though Christmas is gone, it doesn't matter. There's still, there's still, uh, donations that need to come through because it it's not free to keep this house going mm-hmm. um and we want to help as many women as possible um that are going through addictions um and in their recovery well 100 percent, everything that dorothy put in and also to say you know whatever it is that is pulling at your heart uh to contribute or be a, a contribution to in 2023, what an opportunity. And, you know, as you know, we don't, we don't let just anybody in our sponsorship positions uh, at Unstoppable Overcomers. And uh, this has been vetted out. Obviously, Kim has given a stellar testimony tonight um, for what they're, what they're capable of and, and their commitment. So, and what a perfect time, you know, it's January. Uh, again, we, we're very, aware at Unstoppable Overcomer that what can occur to others as a very positive, inspirational time of year, right? Um, The holidays, moving into a new year, a fresh start is not necessarily how it occurs for everyone. And that just contributes to that sense of like, what's the point, right? What, What better time to take myself out of the equation then, you know, at this time, because if I can't have inspiration now, when can I? So places like House of Hope will let you know exactly how amazing you are. And that, you know, for those of us who've all experienced those dark hours, thank God there was at least one voice uh, in that, in that darkness calling us forth into the light. So please go be a part of House of Hope in whatever way that is there for you um, to contribute, either be a contribution to or be contributed to by House of Hope. So that, and Dorothy, I can't help myself. I just feel like Kim and I should have wind machines as well. Right now. Yes, you yeah. should. So you I- should. <laughs> Funny thing is, I'm not even the oldest one on the screen and I'm going through hot flashes. <laughs> so that everyone could be a part of this like amazing you know uh, amazingness so uh kim there's just for us to create that we're in that same you know vibrant our <laughs> flow along with miss dorothy so well that's funny you said rock star because miss Brittany over here just said love you kim you're a rock star of course of course there it is it's right there in the space um and so with that being said, Kim, we would love to hear you share your fundamentals in life. What would you want everyone to be gifted with? What would be the three core uh, elements for you? Um, I think, oh man. Um, <laughs> uh, I would love- Okay, I hope this is right. Um, I, There's no right or wrong answer. That's the good news, Kim. You can't get it wrong. Yeah. Okay, I want to offer strength, hope, and love um, to anyone that is out there struggling. Um, you got this. Just uh, reach out. 
And uh, just remember, you're not alone. Beautiful. Those are gorgeous. I especially love the strength component, right? Um, it just, uh, even when we think we have no strength, to understand that even like, what, what, what is it in the Bible? Faith is tiny as a mustard seed. Is everybody clear how tiny a mustard seed actually is? Like, this is a perfect time to Google mustard seed. Because <laughs> to me, faith is strength. Strength is faith, right? Um, and, you know, even pulling forth strength as tiny as a mustard seed. And just take one more breath, right? Um, in whatever it is that you're up to, that that's the one extreme. And then there's the whole other extreme, which is being strong. You know, knowing yourself as someone who's strong, having strength. Um, that's such a fun, the mental way to live life. And so, so very powerful. And then, of course, hope. And the third one, I believe you said was love. Yes. <laughs> Everybody has love in there somewhere. Every every single person has had that on there, and I love it. Well, and, and you know, well, and then there's our classic, you know, Greg Bicknell, right? Love, uh, love, 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 love. What's his three? <laughs> um, but, you know, obviously, with love, all things are possible. It is the yeast in the bread of possibility, and uh, so, and then hope. Fantastic. Right. To me, to me, all I can see with hope is breathing in the breath of, of the most beautiful fragrant flowers is what hope brings, you know, to mind for me. So thank you. Those are magical, fun, dementals. Well done, Kim. Um, and uh, Dorothy, I mean, here we are in the space of a new year. Would you like to share any three fundamentals that are right there for you? I know I knew she was going to kill me, Kim. See, it's so great. <laughs> and, and you know what? I'm willing to go first. Um, and they're they're actually inside of um, my uh, conglomerate company, Freedom Group Global, right? So our three for the new year are um, shocking, fun. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if it's not fun, don't do it. And I, what I, I don't mean by that, I would be very clear that people get this, it's your responsibility to generate everything as fun, right? And it's possible. It's actually possible. So have fun creating fun in all that you do, right? Um, family, have everything occur like family. Uh, when, you, when you have it that, and you get that you, every life force on the planet is a member of your family and you live that way. Oh, the magic that's possible. And then number three is gratitude, 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 gratitude. Um, being the being of gratitude is uh, a very rich and fundamental way to live life. So there's a, the, those are our three um, for, for the start of 2023. Dorothy. Perfect. Well, I decided on Friday that there was no way that I was um, not going to do anything fun anymore. So I either create the fun in the middle of the hurricane or I um, stop doing that. So that so was fun. so fun is one. Fun is one. Um, Hope, getting hope, it, giving hope to 
the masses, I guess. And well, I'll go with love because, you know, without love, there's nothing. Um, and I just got a message from our, the fearless leader over at House of Hope. And I asked her, is there anything that you guys really need? She says they always need toilet paper, cleaning supplies, laundry soap, dairy, cheese, yogurt, uh, freezer, protein, meat. So if if you're in the Windsor community, sorry. couldn't get it quite that fast. Dorothy will have a have a list. It's in the comments section. Yes. Mm -hmm. So um, so if you're local, or if you're not, if you, because I know a lot of our American friends are are um, listening to this, and I know that we do a lot for both the, for Canadian and and the USA since we are international show. Um, so if any of my American friends would love to get on board with this and help um, one of our recovery homes here in Windsor, we would love for you to do that. Um, definitely, you can email. Uh, House of Hope Windsor at gmail.com or give Lisa a call at 226 345 7943 or get a hold of me and I will make sure that it happens. How's that? Either way, I'm okay. And there was another comment here from Brittany. She says, Sometimes Sometimes it's hard to see and feel it within ourselves. That's why it's so powerful and important to love one another until we love ourselves. Absolutely. I I totally 100% agree with you, Brittany. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, and, and if I would, my invitation on that one is if you don't, if you can't see things that you love about yourself, ask the people, like literally go to three to five people and have fun if you want to go to even more and just say, what do you love about me? And really let it in. You will be blown away by what they share with you. Well, that might be one of my Facebook posts this week. Might it? <laughs> we shall see. I could get some real doozies. You know, and, and another <laughs> thing to put in with that is don't hold back, people. Mm -hmm. Like, I invite you every day, pick at least one person that you call up for no other reason to tell them how much you love them and specifically what it is you love about them. That could be fun. 365, that, there's a challenge. 365 days of calling one person a day and telling them what you love about them and be specific. Hmm. What could that, what kind of hope could that create, Kim and Dorothy, inside your fundamentals? Oh, lots of hope for sure. <laughs> <laughs> New relationships too. Holy gosh. Yes. Hang could be. Hang could be. Yes, yes, yes. You never know. Never know. Although I am saying this right now because I am starting the new platform, TikTok. And it, well, it doesn't matter what platform I'm on. I've got all these guys saying, hey, are you married? Yes, happily married. The ring is on the finger. Happily married woman. Are, are you sure you're happy? I'm like, yes, I am. Leave me alone if that's all you want. <laughs> Anyways, I just had to put that out there because I get message after message after message and my husband can has access to my phone. He can read it, guys. So stop it. Like I am here to help people. That's not a hookup. I just had to put that out there. Sorry. Not sorry. Oh, jeez. 
<laughs> this is part of the fun. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Uh, anyhow. All right, All right. Well, I think that completes the fundamentals. Back to you. Well, thank you. Thank you so much to our amazing guests in the comments. Like there have been a lot of amazing people in here. So, and I'm, there's going to even be more on the replay. I, I get that. And I just want to say thank you so much, Kim, for being vulnerable enough to share your story and uh, to really um, kick ass in the, in the recovery. And like I said, when you hate a year, well, we'll come back. We'll have you on, do a, an update and, uh, you know, if you need anything from us, just let us know. Um, we'd be more than happy to help. Thank so, you so much. Absolutely. Yes. With that, Thank guys, you for having me. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure. I love it that it's local. My mm -hmm. local. Yes. <laughs> I do too, by the way. I do too. <laughs> it's funny. We have had local people on here. You guys, this is not just an American show. It, it's Canadian as well. Um, they kind of started to kicked off the the show at the beginning when we started almost two years ago. So now we're, we're getting more on here. So it's been awesome. Uh, so with that, guys, though, be unstoppable in all that you do. And remember, same time, same channel next week. And uh, don't forget to tune in Wednesday nights to the Power Half Hour. Um, we have Alex, I forget his last name. Alex will be joining us, self-made millionaire, sharing within the pharmaceutical industry and within the real estate industry. Uh, and he's going to share how he did that. So come join us Wednesday night at 5.30 Eastern Standard Time on whatever channel you like, whether it be our Facebook, our LinkedIn, our YouTube, preferably our YouTube channel and like and subscribe to our YouTube channel and stay tuned because we are moving to a new platform soon or to tell on that later. With that, Dan Stoffelville and all that you do and bye for now.